Captain J. Hood on ESPN 1000, and we're streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. So glad that you're with us here on this Super Bowl Friday morning. Hope that you're going to have a great weekend. So we are going to talk to you a little bit about the Super Bowl only in this regard. We were talking about this before the show. We want this to be part of our, uh, for you to be part of as well. So it is Super Bowl Sunday weekend, as we well know, Cap. But think about all the great Sundays that we have in the football season. Again, I'm speaking as a college football fan that will prefer Saturdays over Sundays. But I understand the importance of the NFL because you can see all the the big-time ratings, moon landing numbers, these ratings, right? I tell my wife all the time when she's looking through all the numbers and the ratings for NBC and for NBC Sports Chicago and just like – it's like, listen, you don't have to look any further than sports. Live sports, especially football, is number one. Look at your top 20 shows. Your top 20 shows – 15 of them are football in some way, shape, or form. And most are Sunday night football. No, well, just like, yeah, just just Sunday night football, CBS football, ESPN. 15 out of 20 shows are, are usually in with football. You're correct. It, it's, it's not any other sport. And so the rest of it is just Netflix and other cable shows, stuff on Paramount. That's, that's a side. But it's football. But it's nothing like Sundays when it comes to the National Football League. So... When we talk about the best day in football, is Super Bowl Sunday the best day in football for you? No. It's fun. It's fun. I'm going to be out of town, so it's just going to be my wife and I, but normally my, our kids will be there. We'll hang out. It's fun from the family perspective. But the best day just of football, I wrote down what I like. Like, I love Thanksgiving. There's three NFL games. Three, get up, have Bloody Marys, have some snacks, house starts to come alive, got my bets going, got my same game parlays. Yeah, it's it's an awesome day of football. How about the first Sunday of the NFL season? Mm-hmm. That's an awesome day. Oh, my God, football's back. It's the greatest. The divisional playoffs. The super wild card weekend. I know Snorling doesn't like it. I love it. One and done, you lose, you're done. Teams laying it on the line. The conference title games, awesome. So those are all, from the football perspective, better for me than the football we get on the Super Bowl. The family part of the Super Bowl is what's cool. Okay, Shay, let's break this down. And I'll tell you what I said, I believe, a week ago on this program. I really believe that for me, because more times than not, that from my experience... The AFC and the NFC Championship, the final four to determine who goes to the Super Bowl, is my Super Bowl. More times than not. Now, we got a stinker for the NFC, pretty good AFC uh, final with Kansas City. But the AFC-NFC Championship is the number one football event for me. The Super Bowl is second because for some football fans, the finality of knowing, oh, it's a Super Bowl, that means we're not going to get any more football. That doesn't bother me as much as would the average NFL fan. Uh, But again... My football season for me ended when Georgia won the national championship. But I'm still watching football because I think I'm intrigued. So the Super Bowl would be second for me. I look at the first Sunday of football. Not the Thursday night prime timer, but the, the first full, full week, slate. The first full slate of Sunday games is all my list as well. Also, I'll throw this in. 
and this is way outside the box, but I, I'm always interested. After we've gone through training camp and read all this stuff about football, what this team's going to do, who's going to get cut, all this stuff. That was those first preseason games, for me, it's on the list, and here's why. It's the first time you actually see guys hit each other in anger. You know, it usually happens during the fantasy football convention for us, right? That's usually when that first week of preseason action happens. Mm-hmm. And you turn it on and you get, all right, there's the Bears. Oh, the Rams. Oh, Kansas. You're just taking a look. You're not watching the whole game, but it's like, wow, football's back. I like that. Like it? Yeah. Pay attention to it? No. As soon as the starters are out or, in most cases, they don't even play, I'm out. I can't, I can't do it. The weather's still too nice. I can't do it. You can't talk football all winter, all spring, some of the summer, and not be intrigued by saying, oh, football's back. That's, that's the way I look at it. Do I watch the entire game? No, because a lot of those guys will be outside of my local Burger King with a squeegee asking for change. But that first quarter, absolutely. I'm interested in saying, oh, there's the starters. They're there for a series. All right, go to the next game. Take a look at what – because football's back. Yeah, and – I don't disagree there, but I can't put it in my top five. Mm -hmm. Read your list again, so if anyone just tuned in, give Um, me your order. The AFC-NFC Championship, the Super Bowl, that first Sunday, a full slate of games. Not the the, the prime timer, but that first slate of games. I really like that first preseason weekend Mm -hmm. of seeing, because that means football is back for me. Mm -hmm. And I throw Thanksgiving in there as well. What do you think, I can't believe the division games or the Super Wild Card didn't make it. I'm busy. I mean, I'm watching, but it's just not like to, to me. I can't wait for that final four because wow. that's that's given me what I've wanted even more so in the Super Bowl at times. Shay, what, what's your what, what is the best Sunday for you or the best or the best day in football for you? I'm going to say something might be a little controversial. Now, I'll go through my top three. Number one is divisional weekend. I've said that before on this program. My favorite weekend of NFL football is the divisional round. More often than not, it delivers in terms of the quality of game. You see cream rise that weekend. It's typically the best teams that win those games, and it sets up an electric conference championship Sunday, which is my second favorite day on the NFL calendar. Those two games genuinely are fabulous. Mm -hmm. This year, one of them's a stinker, one of them's a thriller. Sometimes you get 50-50. Number three is the opening Sunday of the year when you get seven hours of commercial-free football, Mm -hmm. tee up red zone, you're in your chair all day. After that, I would offer you that all 18 regular season Sundays are better than the Super Bowl for me. Wow. Wow. That's that's terrible. That that's really a bad take. All eighteen weeks of football on Sundays are better than the Super Bowl because there's more action, more games. There's right? more games. Uh-huh. There's more action. There's it's uh, some weeks you get sixteen games if the bye weeks aren't involved. I would say at least every non-bye week week of football is better than the Super Bowl for me when every team is in action. You get the full slate on red zone. You get the early games. This year, the record for the most one-score games in NFL history. You go through the past of the Super Bowl, one, it's almost always a blowout. Of 56, only 21 of them have been decided by one score. Five of the last seven are double-digit finals. Wow. 
See, see why I like the Final Four better? It's a whole, like, And it's also about everything except the football. It's the halftime show. It's the six-hour pregame. It's longer commercial breaks. Tom Brady will tell you it's a very strange game to play in because it's uniquely long. You get the extra 20-minute halftime show that derails the middle of the game. Teams open up tight in the first quarter, so it's generally low scoring then. It's about everything except the football. And Regular season Sundays, it's just ball all day. Seven hours, no commercials on red zone. The best. Hmm. That, to me, is better than the Super Bowl. All 18 weeks. I would rather have that type of football than the Super Bowl. If I could be Dr. Ben Casey just for a second and ask, ask this <laughs> Dr. question. Dr. Ben Casey, let me, that let me show's ask, like 1960. Would you step out of the way, Cap? Keep your beak wow. out of the question. Just step out of the way. Wow. If I could... <laughs> If I could be Dr. Casey for a second. Uh, so, Shay, would you say that the reason why the Super Bowl is not on your top 80 uh, is, is it because the finality of it all? It's only one game to bet. I also told my wife it's a bittersweet day because I understand like it's the final day of football. It's the big event. There's going to be a champion. Everybody's involved. We have friends over. People want to come watch. People who aren't even football fans want to come over and watch. The togetherness of it caps right. The family aspect, getting everybody together, getting your community together, hanging out, watching the game. That part's great. But it's sad because it's our goodbye to football, which I'm obsessed with. And it's also sad because there's it's just one game. Yeah. Like the days, all 18 Sundays, when you have 12 games going on, give me that over the Super Bowl any day of the week. I knew it because of the finality of it, knowing that after Sunday, you're done until August. Yeah, see, I'm excited. Like, I love the 18 Sundays. Whether I'm on a couch watching with my son Brett or I'm at work while well, I was doing TV, doing the post game and watching the game with the guys. I'm excited that it's going to be my wife and I. She's actually excited for the game. Lock in, watch it, have our bets down, got our squares, eat some good food, have a couple drinks, don't have to go anywhere. Yeah, it's awesome. By the way, Ben Casey ended in 1966. Yes, I know that. There are people going, who? It gets people to the Google machine. It's outstanding. But Dr. I, I, ben Casey, played by Vince Edwards. <laughs> you just keep your beak out of it. Wasn't it like a small forward? <laughs> yes. And a neurosurgeon. Yes. But, but, uh, but I asked as a doctor, because I was trying to get into the mind of a Shea Norling. And see? You see that? That's not a normal mind. I'll bet you more people than you expect agree with me on this. It's not that the Super Bowl's bad. I enjoy the Super Bowl. But often, it's not a competitive game. And I just think it's a little overrated. People talk about it like it's the best sporting event in America. It's not to me. I would rather have the loaded Sundays of NFL football. I would rather have the rivalry weekends, like that late October, when you get a Saturday and you've got five top 25 matchups in college football. I'd rather have that. So let's let's talk about this. So... Guys, you know how we do this on Fridays. You know we get the Friday folder coming up at 935. So jump in with us right now. If you're listening and you hear our conversation, do you agree with Shay? Do you agree with Cap and I? 312-332-3776 is our phone number. Uh, is Shay right that the Super Bowl is overrated? What are the best football days of the year? If the Super Bowl isn't, what is your best football day of the year? 
Okay, you're going to be watching the Super Bowl, but is it the very best? If it is, call us. But if it's not, we'd like to know your answer to that as well. Cap and J Hood, weekday mornings at seven. Welcome back to Cap and J Hood Experience, weekdays from seven to ten on Chicago's home for sports, ESPN Chicago. So good. <laughs> Cap and J Hood on ESP 1000 and streaming on the ESP of Chicago app. You know, we got that Friday folder coming up at 935. So we're asking you now, is the Super Bowl overrated? I don't know why he comes up with this stuff, man. It, the Super Bowl has been great for, for years as far as an event. Does it pay off all the time? No. But still the Super Bowl, damn it. You, just, it, it got, you know, kids like him, like Shay, just try to just stomp on Americana. Correct. My God, he would have he would have he would have crapped in his apple pie and drove his Chevrolet off a cliff. Colin, very well said, Colin Boyce. Great take, Shane Norling. It's all all about everything but the football, and it's only one game. Not true. It is about the football. What, what's that? What's those that those uh, hundred yards and now those lines on the field and those numbers? Yeah, that that and those guys in helmets. That's football. That's still football. It is football, and I love it. But I love the regular season Sundays more. And I love the other playoff rounds more because it's more football and there's payoff. Like somebody in the Twitch chat said, this is a horrible take because half the regular season games are blowouts. That means half of them aren't. There's only one Super Bowl. If it's a blowout, that's all that's on. Hey, I'm a college football fan. I'll take 50%. Right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, if half the games are blowouts, then half of them are close. And if I get half of them close, I'd rather have that day. I mean, think about it, Shay. You and I watch a ton of college football. Wouldn't you take 50%? Those Absolutely. Not, those, those non-conferences in, in September and October, that's yeah, tough. Alabama's welcoming Mercer Ooh. to Tuscaloosa and murders them 63-3. to It's like, I, I'm going to take the half the games that are close, okay? I'll take that. I'll take 50%. If I can get that in college, that'd be, that'd be peachy. I'll take that. 312-332-3776 is our phone number. Let's go to the phone lines to talk to you. First, we start off in Joliet. Here's Jake on ESPN 1000 on Cap and Jay Hood. Good morning, Jake. Good morning, guys. How are you doing? First what? of all, I just got to say, uh, you guys are awesome. Listen to you every morning. Appreciate so you. Thanks, thanks for all you do. Thank you, Jake. Uh, and second of all, I just got to say one quick thing. You know, after the horrific day with the Bulls yesterday, it's good to talk about football again. So thank you for uh, starting the day off in a better note than yesterday sucked. With the Bulls. But uh, third thing, you know what? I'm uh, in my late 40s, and I got to agree with Shea. Uh, you know what? The, I'm not going to say the Super Bowl is overrated. I love it. I've always watched it since I was little. But I, I like the playoff games better, the divisional. And, you know, the regular season games are much more enjoyable than what's going to happen this Sunday. Because you got the halftime show. you got everything leading up to it. And I agree with Shea when it's, you know, it's not just football. You have to watch that game. It's not about, you know, being the final game of the year. You know, I can live until preseason, but, but the fact is there's just so much, you know, other stuff going on that it takes away from the game itself. And I would much rather, you know, watching Cincinnati and KC and San Francisco and Philly, that was a better weekend to me at least. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan of the Final Four. I think that for me it's paid off more than the Super Bowl for me. But again, you know, I'm a, a very different football fan, as you well know, Cap. Like, I, I, I live for Saturdays. And, and so, because it, and I, I've told you this before, I love Saturdays because it helps me better understand the draft. 
if I'm actually watching the games, got five screens going on in the hood cave, and like, okay, I can see that guy's a difference maker, that guy's a player, that guy's a player, how will that help the Bears? Right. That's what's on my mind. And then, of course, the old parlay in my pocket, if you're part of the expression, always helps as well. They're fun. Yeah. It's, it, college football is a lot of fun. It's more business-like for me on the NFL. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Our phone number, Jake. We appreciate your phone call. How many people do you think that thinks the show starts at nine? Still, he said he glad, he's glad that we started the day talking about the Super Bowl. You hear him say that? We started talking basketball at seven. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think he picks up the show at nine, which is great. I got no problem with that as long as you listen. People listen at different times, man. What, yeah. are, what can we do? He about said it? we started the day with this. Like, there's something that uh, this is a midday show. Because of, of Cap's old slot. Yeah, we're on from 9 to 10. <laughs> As we That's go it. to downtown, here's Danny on ESPN 1000. Good morning, Danny. Good morning, guys. So uh, I do enjoy the Super Bowl, but uh, it is just one event. Uh, so, like, the ADD in me just kind of, I, I enjoy the festivities of it all. But if my team's not in it, the, the couple weeks leading up to it just doesn't really do it for me. So I think that's why you know, I really like the first weekend of March Madness. I like college football and, like, the NFL overlapping because you get, like, a million games over the course of two days. And then, you know, the first first weekend of the playoffs, too, is great because you get uh, all those playoff games uh, across uh, the two, uh, two days. But I, the Super Bowl is great, but it is just one game, and uh, it just doesn't do it for me as much as those other weekends. Appreciate it, man. Joab on Twitter says, Cap and Hood. Yes. It should be Super Bowl Saturday so that we can recover on Sunday. That would make it so much better. I agree. Either that or make Monday, if I ever run for office, I won't. But if I ever do, mm-hmm. Monday's a national holiday. Yes. So it's either one or the other, though. It's either Super Bowl Saturday or have Super Bowl Sunday and everyone's off on Monday. Correct. One That's or it. the other. So you want the back end of that? You want everyone being off on Monday? Or do it Saturday kickoff is like six o'clock on saturday mm-hmm. and then you could sleep in on sunday and recover Fair. would that damage the team like saturday is historically a horrible night for television it people like is to go the out super bowl i know that's what i've always kind of thought too is like i get why tv networks don't want to do it because saturday night's not as oh, no. uh, expensive for advertising as sunday night but it's the super bowl like it, people are going to watch it brother it's live sports you could put it on Sunday night at 11 p.m. People will watch it. It's live sports. It just it nothing beats it. And I I never thought I'd say that because Cap and I grew up in an era in which World Series was big numbers, Wide World of Sports was big numbers, and then the usual TV shows on the networks were getting it done. Cap, remember? Yes. The prime timers on Correct. ABC, NBC, CBS, Correct. or Fox. Those were the big time moon landing numbers. Yeah, Marcus and, Welby. Marcus Welby did not ever abide. The good doctor. Uh, uh, but, I, I, but, he, but I'm telling you right now, Cap, there's nothing like live sports. You put it on, people are watching. These major numbers just in the regular season. It's crazy. Uh, Brandon is in Mount Greenwood on Cap and Jay Hood. Good morning, Brandon. Hey, good morning, guys. Love the show. A long-time caller. Um, yes. I definitely agree with you, uh, Cap. I, I would love for that to be on Saturday. That would be amazing. I've been saying that forever. Oh, it'd be um, incredible. Well, it would be amazing. Um, I'm actually contemplating taking a vacation day on Monday just because. But uh, anyhow, um, my favorite day, like I, like uh, the last caller said, you know, if, if the Bears were in a Super Bowl, it would probably start to become the Super Bowl. 
Um, but I got to say, no matter how bad the Bears do, as a Bears fan, my favorite day of the season is always the opening day. Not the preseason, but the opening day, because it just kind of gives us a setback. Like, hey, can, you know, what are we going to do this year? How are we going to look? You know, um, what moves are we going to make? Did we make any good changes? You know, and especially this year with all this cap space and this first pick, I'm just, I'm real excited for that first game of the year. Brandon, where are you, man? Are you in the crib or are you in your bathroom? Sorry, what's up, man? Um, yeah, I'm in the bathroom at work. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. I do Love it. I knew I it, Brandon. I guys all day, man, from 7 a.m. till 10. Trust me, I don't miss the show. <laughs> You're the best. It, even in the crapper, right? Even in the crapper, man. Don't worry, I'm not doing any business. Ah! Okay, thanks for what love it. Call. Love it. <laughs> we knew it. You know that hollow sound, Cap, when you hear it. It's either one of two things. The echo. You either have no furniture in the crib or you're in the bathroom. Fact, Bob Knight used to do his coach's show in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And you could, if you listen, hear the flush in the oh, background. So he would lay the mic down. That's a true story. So disgusting. 312-332-3776 phone number per here. Dan Dockage. Yes. Thank you very much. Who? <laughs> so I go back to the phone lines here on the Dr. Richard Kimball shows. We'll say hello to Crown Point. Here's Dave on ESPN 1000. Hello, Dave. Hi. The only thing I want to say is what the other guy said about the Super Bowl gets lost. The game gets lost and all the other garbage that goes on around it, which is garbage. So what I do, I just DVR it. It's the only show that I ever watch that I DVR it for the next day just so I can fast forward to the game so I can watch the commercials. But don't That's you already – oh, you don't care about the game at all? No, no, no. It's garbage. Garbage. The, you know, the NFL is garbage. Like, is that what you said? The Super Bowl. Yeah, 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 it gets lost with all the other stuff going on anymore. All the free agency talk and all the contracts, all the bit. You can't find it. It's not a, it's not a game anymore. Not Dave, a game. Dave, once the game is on, no one's talking about free agency and the draft. There, it's just the game. Yeah, still, but that hangs over it all the time. So, oh. like, so like, uh, so like if, you're, if you're saying goodbye to your wife while the cops are standing outside the door waiting to take you to jail. That's the, same, that's the analogy I use. It's just, it's, just, it's just nothing anymore. Pro sports are nothing. But yet, Between all the other crap, all the other, basketball, there's, the NBA isn't basketball. The NFL is quickly losing being a football. And, and it's, so I just, so I just record it so I can watch it. I can watch the commercials. There's the, that's the only thing that's worthwhile about the Super Bowl anymore. But it's, Dave, you know, with the good commercials. But Dave, you're listening to us, a sports radio show that talks a lot of football. Right, and that's and that's another thing that's ruined it. You guys in sports talk, you beat everything to death, and so by the time a game gets here, you're just thank God the game's here because these guys will shut up for a while. So why do you listen? Oh, I just have to turn you on by accident. Oh, I, by, my, oh. Wife had it, my, my, my wife had it set on there. I'm driving her car. Well, uh, well, you know what? She's smarter than you. What percent of our listeners get to us by accident? Yeah. So, wow. So your wife clearly smarter than you did. Yes. Much smarter. Well, he did sounded a little old. I could believe he got there by accident. No, I believe his wife is just smarter. Yes. I think that's very clear. Yes. Who says I'm going to DVR the Super Bowl so I can just watch the commercials? Are you some or Crown Point? Never mind. Three one two three three two three seven seven six is our telephone number. I mean, who does that? I what I DVR the Super Bowl just to watch. What did he say? The commercials? Yeah, just the commercials. Who and who sits there and watches Super Bowl? The last thing I'm thinking about is free agency and the draft for the Bears when I'm watching the it Super Bowl. It doesn't even cross my mind. He has a personal issue. Clearly, right? Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. He has a personal issue. Wow. He needs Dr. Fraser Crane. 
Robert is in Plainfield on ESPN 1000. All right, Rob. Hey, guys. That was pretty wild, that last call. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you DVR in the uh, Super Bowl, Rob? Yeah, just for the commercials, right? All right. <laughs> uh, no, I wanted to say uh, my favorite uh, football moment would be uh, watching my son play, kick ass, you know, in that regard, versus any type of NFL or anything. So, you, do you not watch, watch the, Do you not watch the Bears or the, or the uh, NFL? Yeah, of course, of course. Uh, like religiously, more than probably than you guys. But I'm just saying, like the best <laughs> is watching your offspring kick ass. You know. <laughs> yeah, no question. When my son was playing in college, oh my god, my wife and I, I cried the last game. I can't yeah. believe it's over. Wow. That, yeah. That takes a lot for you to cry. It's like getting a water out of a stone. Wow. That's true. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> what, do you, what do you got, Jay Moore? What do you have? No, I feel him. Same thing. My wife and I teared up my son's last game at Wyoming. Yes. It's Tough. brutal. We would tailgate every week. Every Friday night, my yes. wife made whatever it was, things in the color of the two teams and cookies and this. that. We had a blast, man. Yep. What do you mean your career's over? Jay Moore pretty much did cry, though, because he couldn't get back out there again. He just wanted us one more run. <laughs> one more run. Man. <laughs> just one more chance. It wasn't because of your son. It's because you wanted to get back out there one more time. Right, the Uncle Rico complex. <laughs> <laughs> I still got it. I still got it, man. Wow. 312-332-ESPN is our phone number. Tao? That's Tio. What up? Tio. T-I-O. Yeah, like Uncle Tio. <laughs> there you go, bro. Hey, man, uh, so uh, I uh, grew up in Mexico, and the Super Bowl, it was like a big event for us because, like, I got a lot of brothers, and there were different teams, so we cannot wait for, like, to, for the for the game. And right now, they, I'm in, in Chicago. Um, every Super Bowl, I call them, and we talk about the Super Bowl, so it's a big event for us. How much football did you get down there, American football? How much did you get in Mexico other than the Super Bowl, like random games? Yeah, but I, 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 um, I was by the border, so I got a lot of football. Like people, uh, like think that um, we don't follow football, but yeah, I get like we watch the Rams, the Chargers, the Raiders. Mm-hmm. So, who's your team? Are you a Bears guy now, or what? Yeah, so I grew up a Rams fan when they used to be like I was uh, like in the early '80s, and then when they moved, I started reading from the Rams, and then I moved to Chicago, and uh, I became a Bears fan in '98. Oh, I see. There you go. I see. We weren't very good. Well, T.O., we appreciate you checking in, man. Thank you for taking my call. Appreciate you. T.O. joins us here. Love that. Quarterback. (laughs) Not not that T.O. Right. This is our T.O. Oh, for heaven's sakes. (sighs) Got a lot of mistakes here today. (laughs) Just a lot of mistakes made. By the way, one thing. Kansas City, 17-1 and straight up their last 18 against the NFC, including 10 straight. Here's Shane Norlake. Break. Just had to get it in. I did. It's unbelievable. He would burst at the seams if he couldn't get that in. I got another one for you. The Friday no. folder, break, please, for the love of God. Let's keep this timely. The Friday folder is like coming you. up next right here on Cap and J. Hood. Weekday mornings at 7. Here's today's headlines, headlines. with Cap and J. Hood. Devin Hester's wait for the Hall of Fame will continue after falling short this year. Patrick Mahomes won the NFL MVP award yesterday with 48 of 50 first place votes, his second in six years. Northwestern, they defeat Ohio State in Columbus, bringing Chicago's Big Ten team <laughs> to a tie 
for second in the conference. Jay Moore. If you miss something, get the podcast on the ESPN Chicago app. Jap and Jay Hood are back on Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN Chicago. Because it's Friday. It's time for the Friday Folder. And you ain't got shit to do. On the Cap and Jay Hood Show. the Friday Folder. Here's Shay Norling. Shay? The Friday Folder also brought to you by the ETI School of Skilled Trades. Let's get to it. I want to start with I want to start with Netflix. Unbelievable. Hoodie. Netflix is in the news because they've, listen, they've been bleeding money. Let's be honest about Netflix. ETI? No, Netflix. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Netflix has been hemorrhaging money over the past year or so, and they've really tried to crack down on password sharing. Well, now they're debuting it in four countries. The process for Netflix will be if the if somebody is using your account outside of the home that you designate as your primary house and they connect to a separate Wi-Fi uh, and, and they don't connect to the primary one in a month, you're either getting booted off the account or the account holder has to pay more money to keep that person on. Are you kicking people off your Netflix? Do you have people that use it? Yes. Um... God, I don't want to do that to fr- not friends, yes, but family I don't want to do that to. Kicking people off the Netflix because at least Netflix understands that there are people that are sharing that password, that sharing the code. At least so, they're, they're smart enough to realize that. So my question is, what about someone, man or woman, who travels extensively for their job? Extensive travel. Yep. I don't mean like a day here or there. They're gone for two and three weeks at a time because they have a territory that they manage for their job or whatever the case may be. And so they want to watch their Netflix and their downtime during their work day or in the hotel or wherever they're at. Right. They relocate for three months for a job. And then they go to the next one. Consultants do that all the time. What about a divorced set of parents? And you give your child, here's the password, right. when you're at mom's, you can use the Netflix. Well, what do you mean? I can't log on, Dad. Well, you got to get an ROI for uh, your investment if you are Netflix. Why do you lose money? Is it just because there's password sharing? Shay, I wouldn't say so. No. How about better programming? Right. It was great that? in 2017. Like, password sharing didn't exist then. It sure, it certainly did. I've been on my parents' Netflix. Now we're in trouble. Either they're going to have to pay more to keep me on it or... I'm going to have to get my own Netflix. So how much more do they have to pay? Is there a way for Netflix to say, okay, Jonathan Hood, we noticed that multiple logins here because you have three children if you did. Yes, I do. So be honest with us and we will, whatever it is, an extra $2 a child, whatever the case, whatever the number is, rather than we're cutting you off. Start your own account. I don't get it. I just, you know, to they me, gotta be smarter than this. But to, but to me, though, it's more than that. Sure, you look at the books and say, boy, there's so, so much password sharing. But I think what's coming down the pipe, Cap, Netflix Plus. You get on the platform, but if you want to have this comedy special or if you want this exclusive movie so you don't have to go to the theater, you got to pay a little extra. That's the only way that's going to survive. 
or if Netflix, as has been rumored, tries to delve into live sports. Oh, you want to watch the NFL through Netflix? That's going to be seven ninety nine a month extra. They should get into business. We're already going to get pay-per-view Super Bowl. I mean, that's in the pipeline. I told Cap that. He looked at me like I had turned for earrings. I told you that. He looked at me like I was crazy. It's going to happen. Forty nine ninety nine to watch the Super Bowl. That's going to happen. Shay. All right, so we speaking of the Super Bowl and the I Super Bowl watch. crowds. Well, you know, no, you will watch. Absolutely. You will watch. It's for the show. Of course you're going to watch. It's going to happen. Probably right. Probably in our lifetime. Probably. That's horrible. I know what you're saying, man, but... All right, Shane, go ahead. All right, so speaking of the Super Bowl and Super Bowl crowds down in Glendale, there was a man who free-climbed a building. Free-climbed a building. No ropes, nothing suspending him. He just... Put his legs, split him up, and climbed up the side of this building. Hey, he split like him a, up. Like a skyscraper. No, he literally, yeah, if you watch the video, his legs are split, and he's keeping himself between two sides of the building, hanging on to it like this. I've been there. Who hasn't? Yeah. And then using that to propel himself up the building. He climbs all the way up. He's immediately arrested. We have the audio of the uh, news outlet covering it here. A protester scaling Chase Tower right in the heart of downtown Phoenix during Super Bowl week. Law enforcement waiting for him at the top to take him into custody, but still, uh, no ropes, no harnesses, no safety gear. It was really, honestly, anxiety-inducing, I think, for the entire crowd to watch this happen. Very stressful just to see it from the ground. I can only imagine what it was like from up there. We saw this man climbing 40 stories on that Chase Tower that is now empty. Now, he started climbing before 10 o'clock in the morning and finished just before 11. He has been identified as 22-year-old Mason Deschamps, and he says he was doing it to raise awareness and money for an anti-abortion charity. He calls himself Pro-Life Spider-Man. We used to have Spider Dan here many years ago climb the Hancock, but he used suction cups, didn't he? Didn't he? Yes, he did. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just not, Jay Moore, I'm not sure how the spring fit, how that fitted that conversation. I don't know why we got this. <laughs> but it made us laugh. Was it anti, was it anti-abortion what? Pro-life Pro- Spider-Man. Pro-life Spider-Man. What, what does A have to do with B is my question. Was that the best way? Climbing a building? Could have fallen to your death. That's not pro-life. Climb into a bedroom near you. <laughs> oh, that's so pro-life disgusting. Pro-life Spider-Man. <laughs> that's so disgusting. Wow. Hold me, Cap. That's so disgusting. Brutal. <laughs> Brutal. Oh, my God. <laughs> Whew. Next. That's really look at me, isn't it? Look at me. When are you doing that by yourself and doing... Is, is it for a cause or is it look at me? I'm afraid it's of It's look at me. Okay. Oh, God, I could not do that. Uh, Shay. Oklahoma high school basketball game ends with score of four to two, reigniting the state's shot clock debate. Well, yeah, you would go nuts. Well, hold on four, a minute. Four two was the final. You're right, but was it four? I didn't see the game, but was it four to two because they went into a four corner stall, or they just were two inept teams that couldn't make a shot? Weatherford scored the first bucket, and uh, Anna Darko proceeded to hold on to the ball until halftime. One of their players, not even attempting to take any shots while continually okay, passing the ball. That coach should be fired. Which one? The losing coach or the winning? The coach? one that went into the stall for the entire first half. I step in there and foul. You're just gonna hold it. Foul. Get on the line. I'm not gonna let you just sit there and hold the ball. Four two. The final? Absolutely not. Well, that coach who did that, come on in here. You ever do that again, you're out. That is an embarrassment. You made a mockery of the game, and it will not happen. 
فامي زيدي از God, I wish I, I saw some of the highlights on the bus going back to Chicago after um, being in Carbondale. I don't, obviously, we only saw some highlights. Were they dribbling the basketball or was she just holding it? They were passing it back and forth. Um, aren't you following? If you're on the other side of that 4-2? At some point, there. probably. You know, here, just make it easy. Put a shot clock in place. What are we doing? Oh. 40 states don't have a shot clock? Well, Get a shot clock. Well, Cap was uh, evaluating talent with no shot clock. Yeah, I remember it. But there were still games where Coach Late Co- Late Coach uh, Landon Cox, my friend, yeah, red, red, and there was no shot clock, and they ran the the play red, and they would score ninety points. You know, who wasn't holding the ball. The modern day college, uh, the modern day high school basketball. We saw Bronny James' team. That ball was hopping and moving side to side. There was no stall. No stall. They were shooting threes like, whoa, Cap, what is this? And Cap goes, yeah, this is where it is now. It's a different game. (laughs) That coach should be disciplined. All right. We have more as we move forward here. The Friday Folder brought to you by ETI, School of Trades, Cap and Jay Hood on Chicago's Home for Sports. Cut of the day next. Cap and Jay Hood are back. And you know this. Man, Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. Captain Jay Hood on ESPN 1000, the ESPN Chicago app. So Rihanna will be doing the Super Bowls. Just a halftime act. Man, it's been some good ones. But Rihanna, she will knock it out of the park. We ask someone who votes on the Grammys, the great Jay Moore. Jay Moore, with Rihanna... With her being able to do the uh, halftime show, give me a thumbs up or thumbs down on songs that she'll sing. Will she sing Umbrella? Thumbs up. Will she do work featuring Drake? Thumbs up. Will Drake be there? That's another question. Maybe. Uh, Will she do Diamonds? Yes. Okay. Now, here's the thing about Diamonds. Will you think that's first? Now, Shay, let's ask the... I'll I'll wait for you, Cap. I'll wait. (laughs) Well, Diamonds, when it comes to Diamonds... Will that be the first song that she sings? No. Oh, you have a, you have a choice. Well, I would I would think the first song she would probably sing would be "Umbrella." Okay, "Rude Boy." Yes, that was one of her biggest hits in the beginning of her career. All right. Now here's the, here's the big one. Will she mix in "Bitch Better Have My Money"? Absolutely. That's what I need to know. You got to bitch slap somebody. Okay. Disturbia. Ah, uh, no. Will Ti be there? Will live your life? possible and so i think so what do we have shay because i know you have a short list what does vegas say or at least on those prop bets of what she's gonna sing first so first song odds the favorite is diamonds plus 220 uh followed up by don't stop the music and we found love oh bitch better have my money's on here but it is the long shot at plus 1500 for the final song performed umbrella's the favorite plus 250 then run this town and don't stop the music a uh, bitch better have my money is 10 to 1 here. Mm. And the reason why those odds are like that, because, you know, people looking at the success the success of the record. But what you have to understand is a lot of those records had Kanye on it. So those records probably won't be done. Yeah, run this town, I don't think it's going to get get done. And this, lastly, this is what you came for okay, with Calvin Harris. Yeah, she'll do that. What about birthday cake? Ooh, well, that's a Chris Brown production. So mm. maybe not. Yeah. Marcos Palacios. Is involved? Yes. Maybe, maybe. This is going to be good. So I'm going to put some money down in this cap to see who uh, the first song she's going to sing. 
You never know. It's going to yeah. be fun, though. What about cheers drink to that? Absolutely got, not. Got an Avril Lavigne in there? <laughs> no, no, that's not happening. No shot? No shot. Why? Cheers is 10 to 1 to be the first song played. Now, Cap, you understand. It's on Fox. Be careful. Wow. <laughs> it better be safe. Because you don't want the Fox News to come out there and say, he's like, did you see what she sang? You see what she wore? It's terrible. Democracy. America. You don't want that, right? What about crazy little thing called love? Well, again, you got to be careful. No shot. No! You got to be careful, Cap. Because uh, you want to make sure you're swinging saying to middle America there. Right? Yeah. yeah so you got to be careful. She's, so that means she's going to wear a robe the entire time. Won't see any skin. No skin. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> and remember, she only has 13 minutes. No, that's true. That's true. How many dumps, though? One or two? Maybe one. What about four or five seconds? Seven. What about four or five seconds? Uh, could be. And Paul McCartney shows up. Oh! Four, 14 did that with her. That's 14 to 1 for the last song. See, I'm pretty good. Hey, but Kanye was on that one, too. Well, you, you know how they feel about that's him true. lately. Yeah. Now, true. now time for the Cap and J-Hood Cut of the Day. Brought to you by Chicago Cut Steakhouse. David Flom and Matt Moore's amazing restaurant. Yo. Yes, it's boring, but it's a sport. Oh! Whatever. Cut it. It's not boring. Okay, then you're boring. All right, cut! With Cap and J-Hood on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. That's a fine. That's a fine, Courtney. Now time for Yari, Courtney. Oh, you heard my coughing? I apologize. <laughs> Just trying to get over whatever this is that I'm dealing with. Oh, my God. Like a chimney over there. <laughs> Courtney Cronin. Put the cigarettes down. <laughs> my God, Marge. Put the cigarettes. <laughs> Good morning, guys. And that is the Cap and Jail Cut of the Day. Brought to you by Chicago Cut Steakhouse. Best part of any dessert, any dinner is the dessert. Am I right? Try the chocolate ganache cake, the grandma's carrot cake, or my favorite, the mint Oreo ice cream pie. Insane. It is good. Very good. God, it's good. You have a great trip. Thanks, buddy. I will see you in a week. Where you're going, can you see the Super Bowl? You sure you got the... uh... Yes. Did you check in and ask? Yes. Okay. I did. Los Angeles is very, very nice. (laughs) (laughs) I know better, but you know what? I won't give up your secret. Thank you. I love that. We'll keep that, uh, you know, undercover. Yep. I'm trying to jump off social media, the whole deal. So, Captain El Segundo. So, that's going to be fun. It's correct. <laughs> Compton. <laughs> Thank you for listening and calling and being part of the show here on Captain J. Stockton, California, University of Pacific. Thank you, Jay Moore. Thank you, Shay. For our entire crew, this is Jonathan Hood. We'll talk to you Monday right here on Chicago's Home for Sports. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Take that. So long, everybody. From Chicago.